Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show with Vossi and Brandy. If you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney and for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM up there in Brisbane. Patton Hills will be along from 6 AM Queensland time. Also, if you're listening anywhere across the SEN network, good morning to you. Good morning, Brandy. Morning, James. Uh, fantastic to be here and... Um Looking forward to the show today, and I'm a Wednesday man this year. Um, you did yes. Wednesdays last year. I'm a Wednesday man, and I'm the thing about Wednesdays that I'm looking forward to. And we had our first teams fall yesterday afternoon. Is, is talking about Teamless Tuesday. So mm. off the back of what happens on Tuesday afternoon, where sides uh, name their teams for the round, and we had our first drop lot yesterday afternoon for those sides that are in Vegas. And you know we've had we've had warm ups during the preseason challenge, yes. but the, you're not playing for two points. Yes. So this is the first uh, chance we have to chat about the teams that dropped yesterday afternoon. A couple of curly ones in there. Few, few that not many. Like you, you kept look. I kept looking at um, predicted teams for round one. Yeah. And uh, the experts naming their teams. Yep. And yeah. So yep. there was a there was a number of players that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of couple of strange ones. No, well, not strange, just a couple of roosters that aren't there. The Butcher Brothers. Well, Egan Butcher's not even in the 17. Nat Butcher's on the bench. Angus Crichton didn't make the team. Very surprising. Um, so um, we'll go through that. We'll, we'll, we'll look through all the teams. Um, we've got a big show. We've got the Kings boss joining us because the Kings are in action tonight against the New Zealand Breakers. And uh, we'll talk to Paul Smith about their chances of uh, advancing. Um you you did some training yesterday. Yep, so a you, bit of bit of swimming. So I've I've started to introduce swimming back into into my program, Brandy. So I, w- I was running quite a bit. I did the city to surf last year. I was thinking about doing a half marathon this year actually, but obviously change of events, change of plans this year. So I'm, I'm back in the pool and doing a bit of swimming. Um, and I was down there at the Allianz Stadium pool yesterday, mm-hmm. um, swimming some laps. I did the um, the steam room, the ice bars, threw some weights around. Nice little uh, little R and R day feels like for me to do that stuff instead of doing any work. Is the um, is the the stadium gym a busy gym? And Very busy bu- and busy pool. Busy gym pool wasn't too busy because it was sprinkling rain yesterday. So. That generally keeps the crowds away. So for me, that they're the best days to swim when it's a bit rainy, a bit overcast, because people are staying away from the pool. So is that the pool you will train in? You'll you'll continue to use um, that pool. Good question. I, I will use it uh, a bit. The other thing, I, I need to find a training partner, a bit of a sparring partner, just to know where I'm at. So if anyone out there listening uh, fancies their chances over 50 meters. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you want to be my training partner, I'm 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 a bit of a swimmer. I, <laughs> okay, I was a swimmer back in my day. Yeah, nice. Fifty meter man. Never, yeah, nice. Never, That's I all I trained. need. That's all I, I never need. trained. Yeah. Um, t- uh, low twenty seven. Low twenty seven. That's pretty good. That's mm. handy. Yeah, that's handy. But that's 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 thirty years ago. Okay. Uh, so, but I did do some swimming over the summer. So I did. St- I I do like swimming. Yeah, you know, I'm not a great long distance swimmer, mm. so I'm generally what I do. I swim like I run. I go yep. f- go hard. Yeah, I do a fast fifty. Mm. Then then I start off by walking fifty. Yeah, and then go hard yep. fifty. So I, I, but the pool, 
the pool, the swimmers in the pool, which yes. got me. And obviously there is regulars, reg- people that swim regularly. Boy, there's some etiquette and there's some rude people in pools. There is. There is. You, you get your rusted on regulars that you see down at the pool every day. And, well, essentially they think they own the place. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- exactly. So if you're a newcomer, I guess it's like anything. Like you hear about surfing. If if you're not part very of that localized. surf, yeah, very mm. localized. If you if you crash in on a couple, of, you know, locals, and it's their wave. <laughs> not good. Way it's their wave. It's yeah. like the, but the pool's like that. The pool's like that. I've I often have people ask me how do you, how do you go at a a public swimming pool? But there is an etiquette where you know you've got the lanes that says fast lane, slow lane, medium lane, all all that sort of jazz. What I think they should do is just put a little. Uh, Below, below where it says fast, put a little time. Mm. You, know, you have to be able to swim under 30 seconds to go on the fast, something like that. But uh, I had my mate down at the pool the other day. And I was swimming some laps and he was just sort of plotting and he was getting some videos for me of some technique and stuff so I could look back and see. How are you, how are you stroking it? Feeling pretty good. Swimming better than, better than I expected. Um, anyway, he said while I was swimming, he said four or five occasions – Someone came and hopped in my lane and went to push off and then saw me swimming back in and went, ah, maybe not on the fast <laughs> lane today <laughs> and and exited the pool uh, or exited my lane. So that that helps that that etiquette exists. So is there would there be people there that uh, overestimate just how good a swimmer they 100%, are? <laughs> so, 100%. 100%. So while we're talking uh, swimming fast, it always baffled me uh, when they, when they were t- big meetings, like international meetings, and yes. they go, oh, this is a fast pool. Yeah, and yeah, go, yeah. Well, it's 50, <laughs> 50 meters. There's water in it's it. It's H two O. Yeah, yeah. What, what is what is the fast pool term, and does it hold any weight? There's a couple of different things, and it's become more pertinent with uh, with time. So the first one is the sides of the pool. So if the pool has basically a step on the side where it steps down to, to the pool, the water will hit the step and ricochet back into the middle of the pool, therefore creating a wavy pool. Right. So that's a slow pool. So you need the infinity edges. No no, no, no pool these days, like racing pool, would have the old gutter, Not anymore. The, the old gutter, yeah, concrete not, gutter. Not anymore. Not no. anymore. So they've got rid of that. but. A lot of those pools that were built sort of post-war period, the, a lot of the country pools, a lot of your suburban pools do have that. Mm. Uh, the next one is uh, the, the filtration system. So some filtration systems, for whatever reason, seem to cause a very, very minuscule whirlpool around that 50 metres. So mm. sometimes I've seen at a, at a World Champs once, they didn't get the filtration system right. And lane eight was super fast on one lap and lane one was super fast on the other lap. Ooh. Affected the middle of the pool less, but around that outside of the pool where the filtration system was, yep. the first lap of every race, lane eight seemed to be turning first. Right. And on the way back, lane one was getting a bit of advantage. And then the other one is what the pool's made out of. So ideally, built-in tiled pools are preferable to like a... So for the Commonwealth Games, they did a drop-in pool in Melbourne in Rod Laver Arena. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of, oh, I don't know how to extra- explain it, soft, a soft material. And then they sort of um, block out around it, but it's not a, a proper tiled pool. Um, you want the tiled pools. I think it's mostly mental because as you're swimming fast over the tiles, you see them rushing 
below you mm. and you feel like you're swimming fast. Or if there's no tiles, it's just that solid one piece of plastic. Right. Feels like you're not really moving. Yeah, okay. So mm. it could be mental. A lot of it's mental. So, yeah. so the fast pool uh, commentary might have been transitioned from the old block pool that they built after the war. Yeah. To the, then pools were starting to change. I reckon when they were first days. starting, some swimmers were like, oh, this is a fast pool. Yep. And then... Didn't I, have the sides. The I don't water. I don't think you could go to a world champs or an Olympics and go, oh, slow pool. Mm -hmm. I can't think of the last time I swam in a pool where we thought it was slow. Maybe Delhi. Yeah, okay. Delhi was really cold. They didn't have the <laughs> didn't have the heating right. <laughs> Weird place, Delhi. <laughs> so, um, so after you swam and you did a few weights, did, did, did what else did you do at the gym? So I did I did the sauna and I did the the ice bath okay. and uh, I'm very competitive with anything I do. So I got in the sauna, it's super hot and uh, just did a quick little intake of who else is in the sauna, mm -hmm. and then I decided that. I had to outlast everyone else in the sauna. Is that because you, you're James Magnus? <laughs> I think it was I'm just... I'm a missile and I'm not, I'm well, not the, letting anyone... The thing was, I knew I had to stay in there a while to get the benefits. You know, they talk about all the benefits of mm -hmm. heat shock proteins. I don't want to get too technical, but supposedly it's good for recovery, inflammation, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm 50-50 on... The complete benefits of it, but I thought I'm in. I'm here now. I want to get the benefits. How do I know how long I've been in here? And I just had this thing mentally. I've got to outlast everybody else in the sauna. So I don't know how long I ended up sitting in there, but there was one specific bloke sitting over in the corner. I could barely see him for Through steam. The mist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I I was Sounding having a mental like a battle with him. <laughs> yeah, I was having a mental battle with this guy to stay in there longer. And when he when he left and walked out, I thought, okay, I don't want to make it too obvious that oh. I was going mono e mono with him. <laughs> so I did in my head. I did a thirty second countdown for after he left till I left. <laughs> you, you were five kilos lighter too. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. man, dehydrated. I was stumbling out of there, but no, it was uh, it was a good day. Um, Hey, I'm, so I'm filling in for Vossi. So he should be in Vegas by now. We haven't seen... He is. He's, he's there. He's there? He's definitely there. But I think he, he was... Um, he does take you through exactly minute by minute what he's doing on the day. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he's filming. Uh, like he walks off the plane and, and begins filming. Um, I think it might be for the fan. Um, but I'm sure we can interrupt him at some stage through our next yeah. three hours. We saw a little bit of footage. He was filming James Graham asleep on that uh, chartered flight up there in business class. Last last Friday, Brandy, on uh, Missile's Mailbag, our Friday segment, I gave some advice for people traveling to Vegas. One of the things I said was, do not use the slot machines outside of casinos. The slot machines at grocery stores or the airport, they're less regulated than the ones in they can, they can do what they want with yeah, them, Yeah, so, so statistically, they're 8% less likely to win than the ones in the casino, which are already so low. Mm. I saw footage yesterday, Hello Sport, friends of SEN, they do all talk with Hello Sport here. They went straight in, $50 on a slot machine, loss, 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 loss. $50 down straight away in off the casino. plane. Oh, straight off the plane in the At airport. the airport, well, off the plane. Have, didn't even wait till they didn't got wait. into Vegas. Didn't wait. Did Filmed it straight off. So they obviously hadn't listened to my advice. No. Then I saw young Cooper Johns. Same thing. Followed straight in. Straight off the plane, airport slot machine, loss. So if, if there's anyone out there listening right now, and they haven't gone to Vegas yet, but they're on their way for the NRL this weekend, stay away 
from the airport and the grocery store slot machines. You're not going to win. That is a sign of desperation that you, it's, that you hit the first slot machine you see at yeah, the airport. Yeah, you, absolutely. You're not even waiting for the casino. Are you a slot machine operator? No. I don't understand them. I don't. Well, if I'm going to gamble, I want to watch a sport or a race or something that I can yep. get excited about. Just tapping a button and watching a screen. It doesn't get me. No. No. no but I, I'd, I'd go and play. I'd play cards. I'd yeah. play 21. Yeah. I'd play blackjack. Blackjack. Yeah. Um, Roulette. I don't mind I don't yep. mind the ball. Yep. Something yeah. where you have decent odds, right? Yeah. Even the good thing about blackjack is there's a, a bit of skill involved in it as well. Mm. Um whereas slot machines, they baffle yeah. me. They baffle me. When when we're in um first kangaroo tour eighty six, uh, the Dragon Ara Hotel had a casino in it. Right. So in Leeds. Yeah. So you'd come home after a night out. Yeah, yeah. And you well, the casino was 24, yeah. 24/7. <laughs> See, how many times did we just wander in and thought, "Oh, well, we can still drink. They're still they're still mm. serving. You got to game, you got to bet to to drink. To drink. Yeah. So you'd have a drink. I did. I had a I had an incredible run on the roulette table. I rolled seven reds in a row and I let most of it ride. Well, like I, I, I'm not a big punter, so yeah, I didn't start yeah. big. Yeah, but it paid for my. We had three days off uh, immediately after that. Three days yep. off, like which you never, had, you know. Yeah, yeah. And my my brother and dad were over there at the time. Yeah. And we, uh, I hired a car, jumped in it. We drove to Scotland and played golf at St Andrews, and I paid for everything All on, on the, the back of the seven wow. reds. We we actually had a similar thing at the London Olympics. So next to the Olymp- Olympic Village. Uh, Frank Lowy built a Westfield right there. And at the top of the Westfield was a casino. Same thing, mm. 24-7. So either, you know, if we were going for drinks in the afternoon and then going out, rather than head straight into London, it was easier to walk next door into the Westfield, go up to the casino, try our luck, then go out. Or same thing, when we came back, the casino was still open. So yep. um, that's that's sort of the extent of my casino uh, escapades, though I don't like spending a lot of time in them. I I used to uh, when I was playing in uh, Auckland in the the couple of years that I spent in Auckland. When when we were finished, we'd fly straight back and we'd go to the Gold Coast. My wife's family live on the Gold Coast, so yeah. we, and we I we'd spend a week at Jupiter's, <laughs> like, <laughs> and yeah. not not bet that much, but just enjoy the yeah you yeah know, the, the surroundings and, yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's but Jupiter's was always good good fun good fun. Uh, we're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Give us a call this morning, one 1170 The open line is open now. It's all yours. You can get in the running for the Club Med Caller of the Year. This is a great prize. You can win a trip to Bali worth almost $10,000. We'll be back in a moment with all your thoughts right here on the home of sport in Sydney, 1170 AM.